Welcome to the Alien Probe Podcast. It is March 4th, 2023. I'm Doug, and joining me today is Elder. First time on the show, Elder. <laughs> Good morning. <It's, laughs> Elder looks a little nervous. <laughs> Elder's had some, uh, I don't want to say Elder's had necessarily some experiences, but he's had uh, some adventures in his uh, hometown. And uh, we're talking a little bit about that. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, what the philosophy is on what uh, UFOs and extraterrestrials might be. And um, let's uh, get it started. So you had some, you know, tell me again about your experiences back in your your hometown. Your grandfather and things. My grandfather, I remember that back in the days uh, when I was really young. I was raised by my grandparents in Guatemala and uh I remember that we would see things at night. We, we didn't have any electrical or basically it was just dark at night. We would only have flashlights. And then... Then uh, you had a TV. Yeah. When, this was a 99, did yeah. you say? 1999, 1997, yeah. And you had a TV, but it was operated by a battery. Better battery, yeah. And That's then, crazy. And then we had to take it into town, charge it for two days and <laughs> bring it back. That is there. a hard life. <laughs> but did it seem hard to you? Did it seem? I was a kid. You I were a kid. You didn't care. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that it. Is a, that is that would yeah. be that would be a good adventure. Uh, yeah, and then you will see things in the sky because usually the moon was was the light for us back then. Yeah, the moon was was we were waiting on the moon to walk out to go visit my aunt because it will it will give us light. We'll be we'll, I don't know for some reason now that I'm here, and I look at the moon. The moon seems smaller. Yeah, but out there, I remember the moon was huge, and it was just bright the whole night. You we were yeah. able to get to from a house to a different house with the light of the moon. Yeah, now it's just different though. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And then I remember that sometimes at night we'll see my grandpa would we'll sit outside and we'll just look at the sky, and, and then what would you see this? What would you see flying things going back and forth, back and forth over the mountains? Um, but I never understood, and and now what I was asking my grandpa, and he would always tell me, it's our brothers or, uh, it's our friends, and he would always have a name for them. Um, so he essentially experienced them. Yeah. The, what we might say they're ex. We don't really know what they are necessarily. Were they extraterrestrials or entities? They were short. You were telling me they were. There, there was a town nearby where my grandpa would say that sometimes, um, they would stop by and ask for water. There was small. There were just tiny little guys, which it was. And he said he they wouldn't say like they asked. They wanted water, but it was more like they would uh, communicate. Uh, not they won't speak to you, right? But they would just through the mind through the mind. Somehow, the people will understand what they wanted, and they would just hand them water. So they communicated telepathically. Yeah, that yeah. is a theory. That is. Oh, there's a lot of other. Um, stories about that, you know, throughout time, throughout, you know, since the thirties and forties, at least that they would communicate telepathically. Yeah. I'm really curious about that. I really yeah. want to see how that really works, you know, cause I, people mention it, right? Yeah. Like it's a, it's a thing that you can communicate with someone else, but I haven't yeah. experienced it and I wish I can. Not it. Well, not <laughs> obviously not everybody can, but there are people that can do it. Um, you know, the, the government is, uh, has experimented with it. It's called remote viewing. It's a little bit, it's, it's dangerous, you know, for, it's not, what you're talking about isn't dangerous, I don't think, but um, they use it for, um, like, the spies. They would be able to read minds, you know, so they could tell what the enemy's doing. 
That's a short story of it. But yeah, I mean, it's, um, that's what they say. But they're later on, they were able to, they could communicate like that. And they, they understand, um, we understand them in Roswell, for instance, one of the survivors of the crash was, uh, he had a handler and the handler was able to understand him, but he wasn't able, um, to understand the handler all the time. So it's, it's a language barrier. Handler, you mean as guy that takes care of him. He was a, uh, I don't remember what his rank was, but he, um, the guy that took care of the alien, the alien only lived a few years and, uh, but they were able to communicate. You see, but somehow that, that handler needed to learn from somebody, right? Well, so who taught that person? He, it's a net, if the, if the, um, extraterrestrial came in here right now, it would, we would all be able to communicate together because he, he hears our thoughts. We can hear his thoughts. Uh, he enabled, they are enabled. That's their way of communicating. So they enable us to be able to hear them. That's the theory. I haven't experienced that. I don't want to make it seem like I, I, really, I read a lot about it. I really wish someone would appear here. Right yeah. Well, we all, it's one of the things as we do, you know, we had over 200 episodes of this in two years and, the common thread is how come we want to know just, you know, I, Corey, who, you know, we work with, um, we all want to know what you know, just, just prove that this, and then be here. And we want to just talk, we, you know, just give me 15 minutes. I thought you brought that up. Um, uh, I, I don't know if you remember that I told you that you know, what I saw in, uh, in Vegas, right. Um, uh, that also one of my teachers in middle school in uh dana and no it was betty middle school in gardena yeah uh he was in the air force and he would tell me that he got abducted oh really yeah he'd tell me he got abducted he said he actually told me he got to fly against one of them oh no and way yeah he, uh, he told me it was he could he went as fast as he could on the plane and and I think it, the UFO just disappear. Yeah. Like a light. And then uh, he said he, he was, it was like, it was a thing for them uh, during war. Um, and uh, I remember that he said he got abducted and he would tell me that it's, like he was able to communicate. They would, they would tell him where, where they're from, right? Yeah. And I, I was like, man, I wish I was in your shoes. I would have more questions for them. Yeah. But he was like, man, but I was like half asleep and half awake. Yeah. I could barely speak. Yeah. That's what I remember from him. Uh, yeah. That's amazing yeah. story. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of those stories out there. You know, so um, tell me about the cave. Let's oh, talk about, about the, the cave. cave. I have to hear about the cave again. <laughs> yeah. That was a great story. Over there, there's a small cave over there. I'm from a village up in Guatemala and uh, up in the mountains. And there's... Another village above us, right up in the high, in the higher point, and uh, my grandpa had coffee farms up there, and we would go there, and there was a small, small cave about two feet and by, by two by four feet wide, and uh, I remember used to kind of walk, kind of crawl in there, and my grandpa always told him, don't go in there, right? But me and my cousins, we would yeah. always do the opposite. Remember, we got a couple flashlights, we went in there with the flashlights and it was 
As soon as we walked in, every five feet, the cave would get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, and there was, uh, we hit a point where there was like three different ways to go. And we felt like we went in one and and then we left some kind of strings to see that we were to, to get back to. So we were finding our way out. But instead, we were going just in circles and circles until we find another point. But it's weird because we hit a point where we didn't find the three different ends, like three different spots where we could decide where to go. And and we got out of that situation and then we just continued going and somehow we got back to the same point again. And then, uh, like I was telling you, we were there and then we decided to get out, but the cave was calling us to keep going in, the, in there. Uh, when we got out, it, time went by so fast. It was We went in there like around seven in the morning because we had it all planned now the day yeah. before. Yeah. And then we'll be like, we'll go there for two or three hours. When we walked out, it was already five in the afternoon. And it's it's crazy because it's used. And then you'll see uh, there was drawings on. I don't remember really remember what kind of drawings, but there was drawings in the walls. My, and then my cousins and uncles were like, damn, look, my uncle was our age. Uh, he would tell us, look, that's different. But it was like stick figures. But some of them you couldn't really understand. Yeah. The cave and, drawings. Yeah. And that was like... It's amazing. There was some big spiders. Oh, no, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> <laughs> there was some big spiders. They were skinny and their legs were long. Uh, that's the only thing that I didn't like about it. <laughs> I don't like spiders either. Man. But they didn't chase after no, you. They no, just, they no, just no. scattered away. Yeah, they scattered away, but they were really ugly. Really ugly. Um, but my grandpa would always tell us like, like a dog will go in there and, and then two weeks after will basically come down and different village way below us that it, it would take them two weeks dog would come really skinny on the other side I wonder how they find their way out uh, you know they are like do they always find their way out or sometimes they get lost or they're what's the thing though my grandpa had really a lot of stories about dogs yeah he was he would say dogs have have uh have something different that they see what we don't see oh that's it I'm a big dog fan you know that so what is that's interesting? They have a sense, maybe. Yeah, he will I remember sometimes. Uh, my grandpa was he was really religious. I remember sometimes people he would help people pass away like they couldn't pass away, right? Yeah. He would go out there and help them. I don't know how. Uh, yeah. Right, but that was his thing. Um, and I remember that he would tell me, "Oh, when the dogs are crying, it's because they're seeing something that we're not seeing." Yeah. And so like uh, he would tell us his stories. Like sometimes people will take their, uh, their what is it called when they wake up in the morning? They have uh, yeah, they have the uh, stuff in their eye. Yeah, their yeah. Eye, if you get that and you put it on yourself at night, you you are able to see. I don't know if it's true or not, but he would say you are you are able to see what they see. But if you see what they see, you won't, you won't be normal again. Oh. You uh, won't be the same. You won't be the same. You will see things that you shouldn't be seeing. So it's like animals kind of see things that we don't see. Right. Which, in reality, you actually see that when there's an earthquake. You don't see the birds around. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because they and animals know when there's they have a sense of when an earthquake's going to happen. That, that is true. So it's like they... They act differently. They, you don't yeah. see the birds and you, things... They, they act funny. They, they act... Well, I haven't seen it happen, but I've heard that they act odd yeah. scared or 
something. Or sometimes you will see dogs barking at something and you're like, there's nothing there, right? And yeah, I've had dogs where, my dog now doesn't do it, but I've had dogs before where they'll look up into the corner in the room, in a room and they'll just look so, up there like there's something there and you're kind of looking, it's like there's nothing there, but that dog is just staring like there's something up in that corner. It's really weird. I don't know if it's a paranormal thing, a ghost or, you know, or what it is. You know, do you believe in ghosts? Had any ghost yeah, stories? Well, yeah, a lot, a lot. Oh, a lot of ghost <laughs> stories. But in fact, what I want to, there was no light, you know. It was, it was, we have like, you know, we have the whaler, the whaler. We have, a, a, what is it? A, um, we had, what is this? Iwanawa, which is like, it, it was a story that most of the, like people that drank a lot, that really got drunk. Uh, the Siwanawa were up here and then basically it was a woman, a beautiful woman, and that she will never show her face. And when she did, she had a horse face. <laughs> and, and, and if you ever see, if you saw that, you won't be normal again. Oh, no. It was it was a story. Was, yeah. That's a I don't know if story. it was a myth, yeah. but, I, but my grandpa always, like my grandpa was, he would, he would tell us all these stories. But like a paranormal stuff, you know, you think paranormal is related to to aliens in a way or something? I don't, I think it's a, my own personal opinion uh, is that it's a different thing. It's, um, it's a spirit, you know, but it could be related. I don't, it absolutely, I've never even thought about it until you just mentioned that. Yeah, it could be. Maybe um, those are... Um, like we we talked about it, are are they from another world or are they from here? You know, like I told the story about. Yeah. So anyway, to your point, yeah, they could be something, but I don't know. It's uh, it could be from. I was looking at a, at a documentary. I don't know if it was about some. There's like different types of aliens, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. And there's one that that actually possesses us humans. I didn't. I haven't heard of that one. But I, there's there are different ones that do different things. Yeah, yeah. I heard this one. I saw that there was one that we kind of we get possessed in a way. So wow. it might we might it might be related in a way. Huh. That would be interesting. That's an interesting concept. I don't know. Tell tell me about the pier. So my my it was Mayan, right? Yeah. Your ancestors. Yeah. Which. We're still trying to figure out why the Mayans left. I mean, they had a huge... You've seen a Mayan pyramid yes, yourself. Yes. Tikal up in Epetén, Guatemala. It's really beautiful. They call it the Jaguar or something. The son of the Jaguar or something like yeah. that. Um, but you ask yourself, how was it possible for someone to build that, you know? Yeah. Even if you had... You know, even... For example, even if... United States, we have a bunch of soldiers, right? If we put all, all of our soldiers together to build a pyramid for us, you think that's possible? All right. No. Back in the days, the Mayans, basically, they had their own military people, the people that worked for them. And imagine how were, how were they able to build that? You can't. Well, you can't like, we, well, like we talked about, you're yeah, in construction. Exactly. You've built waterfalls. You know what it takes to just build, you know, this big of a rock to move that, how, what it takes uh, just to move a rock like that, as opposed these things are thousands, like 5,000 pound blocks that they use. I mean, they, it's probably even more than that. And, uh, 
you know, we use excavators, you guys, when you were doing it, didn't, but now yeah. they use excavators, but they didn't have any excavators that we know no, of, no, no, no. <laughs> you know? So, um, was there just one, my, uh, I, fascinated. There's a couple, they, they were, they just found one. I don't know if you saw it recently in the middle of the jungle. Yeah. I think they yeah. said it's bigger than the pyramid in, in Egypt. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's, it's way bigger than that, but it's in the middle of the jungle. And this was about a few years ago. They just recently found it, and they're still kind of... They had cities. Yeah. I mean, they used LIDAR, which is a system where they can fly over, and they can. it actually penetrates the jungle on the screen and enables us to see what's, be, you know, what's in there, uh, these pyramids and things. And there's cities. Crazy. Mayans had very huge, huge civilization. What happened? I mean, is there... I mean, you've... You know your ancestors. Is there a story as to what happened to them? Did they? Was it a drought? That's the story I heard. One story I heard that they ran out of water. Yeah. To be honest, I never, I never, 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 asked never, that, never, never asked that <laughs> never question. Never asked that question. But yeah, when I was, you're making me think, what really happened? Because they had a civilization. They had, of course, they did. You know, sacrifices, and yes. you know, when they didn't get water, they would kill people and. Throw them in whatever, and you so, know. So you seen that that movie Apocalypto? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So it makes you think something like that, right? Like yeah, yeah that's how it worked back in the days. But how do you? How would they? You know, it's hard for us now to find ways to build things, right? Right. When when we have technology, when we have tools, but then. They didn't have no technology. Well, according to us, right? We don't. It's as far we don't as we know. know. We don't know. But you think they were they were actually... Somebody had to come out and tell them, you guys could do things like this. Or move the stones that, another way, like we talked about earlier. Is yeah. it that a, uh, like, anti-gravity, Gravity. some sort of device? Does it, like you mentioned, which was a good point, do they just... Portal, in a yeah, way. portal, or they can bend space even on Earth. They can bend their environment to where they just shoot from one place to the next. You know, they pick up the rock and they just disappear and they appear where they need where to they move it. it. Um, you know, they did an experiment in Egypt um, where they, you know, they said, "Oh yeah," somebody's saying, "Oh yeah," they put it on a on a, on a boat, and there's no way they would be able to put. They they reenacted the, a, a boat. Um, they built one that was similar to what they had in 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 Egypt, and uh, the thing they floated the the smallest of not small, but it was pretty good sized stone. But just to get it on this thing, and then they floated it down, and then you know ultimately it made it, but it wasn't big like. Like the the pyramids. Really it was a big stone, but it wasn't giant like that. So they, they didn't have a boat. They didn't have boats to do it. Can't. It can't be. There was something else going on there. So, um, you have to remember also in Egypt. I know we have. I know you. You know you went to school and you studied um, the Egyptian yes. life, and it's always desert. It's always whenever they show it, it's like it looks today. Um, it's desert. It's arid. Well, back then they it was it had plant life there. We didn't. It, uh, I don't want to say jungle like, but it's not properly depicted. I think in um, 
in our history, like in our history books. And we're looking, well, this is Egypt life. Well, they had, you know, Babylon had a lot of plants. And um, that's something to remember. It was very lush lifestyle, you know, because they had to be able to grow food, you know. And, the, you know, it's kind of hard to do when you got just a bunch of sand, you know. So it was a different, it was a different environment then. But it didn't help. That doesn't change the fact that they weren't able to move. They should have been able to move stones that big and build pyramids sure. and do things like that. But you also think like, um, like uh, you see, you see in the movie a couple a book a little, right? Yeah. You see what happens at the end, right? Yeah. You see like they they uh, was it a book a little? Am I, am That's I, the one where they killed. They ended up killing a bunch of people. They in the ended end. up killing a bunch of people, but yeah. besides that, there was a person that at the end. Uh, that they were trying to get to, and that person they killed them, and it was it was not human. Oh, really? I didn't even remember that part. Was uh, that it? Was that that? Yeah, I think there was. Like, I there was that. It's time. just like it's like, like maybe the maybe the Mayans. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe the Mayans were run by a government that we don't know about. Maybe that's yeah. what happens here too, as well with us. You know, maybe we run. But some type of yeah species, you know, that we don't know. Yeah, it's funny you should mention that. That's another conspiracy theory where we're actually run by aliens. We're, you know, it's in the government. They're behind the scenes running. You know, they can't come out and show themselves because the people would freak out, you know, knowing that that was happening. I wouldn't freak out. I'll be more than happy. <laughs> well, they're not. I, we don't know what. There's so many weird things going on. We don't really know if they're hurting us or helping us, or we don't know what the agenda is. Um, you know, there's all kinds of thoughts out there as to what actually is happening. You know, in in the in the government. You know, right now. True, but uh, well, I don't know if this is off topic or not, right? But I, I remember back in elementary, I saw this book. Um, Nothing's off topic. <laughs> it's, I saw this book that they had. Uh, they had different, uh, in a, there's a rock in Arizona or out there in Colorado, I just don't know where it was, but they had paintings of different uh, aliens fighting with our aliens. Oh, really? Yeah, and humans were, they were part of a team of some different species of aliens fighting other aliens Yeah. from different, from outer space, you know, and then... So, like the person who ever painted that, I'm pretty sure he got the idea of, from somewhere. Yeah. You know? Uh, but thing is that, so if there's... So do we have some aliens on our side right? fighting? So there yeah. are different species, species, probably different species so, of aliens so, fighting each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, there's all kinds of stories like that. There's another one that's um, in New Mexico up by Los Alamos where they were digging in a there supposedly is a tunnel system underneath the Archuleta Mesa it's above uh, Los Alamos nuclear labs and um, there supposedly was a we we had a tunnel system there and then but the aliens also had a tunnel system and they'd run they actually have tr trains like um, you know like BART you know Bay Area BART or whatever they got you know that's the story that they had that and then they broke through and got into our tunnel system, and there was a war. It was a not a war, but a um, a That's fight. Crazy. And we sent in our special operations people, 
And this guy tells a story about how he got his fingers shot off and they were using lasers and it's a crazy, it's just a crazy, it's a crazy story, but they could be underground. You know, I mean, the, the one of the theories is they, uh, they could be underground and there could have been a battle. I don't think that's related to this battle. You said it was Arizona. Is it Arizona? Yeah. yeah. And this is, that was probably a while. That was probably long ago. This was, this happened seven, allegedly in the seventies or something. 1970s so um or even the 60s maybe so so you're saying yeah so you're saying that so they're underneath earth in a way they could be yeah they could be just underneath earth underneath us maybe not here but in more um there's a allegedly in the that archuleta mesa i don't know is it that one there's one that has Sorry, I don't have the. I don't know if it's. I think this is the one where they said there's there's seven levels in this. First level is you know there's humans, and then on the seventh level they call it Nightmare Alley, and that's where the aliens, the say aliens, the extraterrestrials, um, they mix humans and and they do all kinds of nightmare things like they mix them with different kinds of uh, um, animals. So you have like a part human, part a lion. But isn't that what they do in Area Fifty One though? Um, I don't know, you know. But I, there is a there is um, rumor that there's Area Fifty One has a big, large tunnel system there too, and they have the UFOs. The story is if well, you, I don't you remember. I don't know if you remember, but I told that's what I saw. That's where like I became more of a not a fan, but a yeah. believer. Uh, uh, I remember that I turned 18 and I did my first taxis, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, me and my friends, we drove down to Las Vegas from LA. And on our way back, remember that I, I, it was my turn to drive back. Um, and I was riding back. I had my friend Christian next to me and, and my friend Alan and Alonso in the back. And I remember that... Uh, we're driving back and and then I don't know where I was kind of falling. I thought I was falling asleep, and I saw a light that was coming behind my car, far back. And then the light just got closer and closer and closer, and then somehow it just went in front of me at a speed, right? Uh, and I was like, "What is that? Is that a plane?" So I walked up my friend Christian and I asked him. I was like, "Hey, bro, is that a plane?" <laughs> and uh, he got up and he was like, "No, it does not look like a plane." And the, the, it was just, it was bright. Like, you could see everything. It's, it's weird because you could just see it. Like, when you turn, um, when you're inside your car, right, and you turn the lights on. Yeah. You, you could see, you basically see everything yeah. inside the car. That's how it was, right in front of us. And so, he wakes up the guys in the back, and, and then we all looked at it. And then they were able to see it for five seconds. Bam. Gone. Gone. No sound. No sound. And, and this then, is L.A. to on the, the trip from L.A. to Vegas. All the way back, wow. all the way back. It was like three something in the morning, and that's when uh, that's when I became more a believer. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, awesome. Uh, it's crazy because you ask yourself so many questions, like how could they travel this fast? How could uh, they disappear like that? Uh, what do they have that we don't have? Uh, uh, why do they just appear? 
but they don't tell us. They don't communicate. Yeah. You know, you ask yourself that question. And I ask myself, man, how come they introduced me? This was the time. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you don't want to get that anal probe, man. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't want to get that. <laughs> no, 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 but I wanted to be, I want to be able to be like, hey, man, what are you guys, what are you guys doing here? I don't, you know, when they get those abductions, they never really have a... What do you think is true about those anal pernil thing? Or I don't know. <laughs> I, I of, think that's just a. I think that's just a rumor. I don't know. Well, they say that if you look at the story with Betty and Barney Hill, they did. Um, they were abducted. I don't know if you saw that story. I think it's that was in the '60s, I believe. And they were abducted and brought onto the ship, and they did some experiments on them. I'm not sure if that was one of them. Um, the uh, but they do take um, samples, you know, they take samples from the man and the woman, uh, reproduct their reproductive areas, um, so that they can use those. I don't know what they're doing, I'd say so they can, I don't know what they're doing with them. Um, but when they got back, Betty Hill was able to, um, actually map this. This, this is gonna sound like science fiction, but. Um, the Zeta Reticuli uh, star system in the on to diagram that in, in detail, and she shouldn't have been able to do that. I mean, she was not a astronomer. She was a basically a, I don't know what she did have a job. I'm not sure, but I don't think it had anything to do with astrophysics. So she should have known that. But you think she got like some kind of? Uh... Yeah, there should have been. They imprinted something. I don't know if they gave that to her. I'm trying to figure out why she would know that she has a photographic memory and saw it on a, a monitor or if they imprinted that in her mind as a message to convey to us, maybe, or something like that. But, you know, there's a, uh, there's a story that they're from, they call, the, they call them the Ebens, the ones that you're describing, the short ones that are yeah. the greys, they call them. And there's a story that they they come from the planet Serpa in the Zeta Reticuli system. So they we actually in the uh, I see in the '60s we sent twelve. They they contacted us after Roswell. We were in contact. We had the alien, and then through that one alien survivor, somehow we got in contact with their species. Jesus. And so we sent a twelve. It's a long story, and it's something I'm just starting to look into now. But this is the beginning of the story, which I'm going to document. Um, it's something uh, my wife and I are going to start documenting on the show through a several-part system. But the beginning of it is we sent 12 uh, Air Force officers to their system, and then they sent um, some of their people, some of their entities to us. As like a cross, you know, training yeah, cross, yeah, training. Like, you know, what do you do? And there, and it shows it um, the the book I have, and there's also a document that tells what they did, what they experienced. They have two sons in their system, the binary star system, and uh, but it's it's desert like, um, but you know, they uh, not all of them survived. They came back. They had trouble with the time, you know, like you were talking about the time dilation in your, uh, the cave story. Okay. They had trouble figuring out the Eben time as compared to Earth time. So they were supposed to stay 10 years. They actually stayed, thir they thought it was 10 years 
Actually, it was 13 years Earth time. And it takes 10 months, which is pretty good, to travel from Zeta Reticuli back to our solar system. So that's not too bad. That's pretty fast. Um, but uh, not all of them made it back. 12 went, I think. Eight or 10 survived. Yeah, some people died because... Natural cause, you know, they had a heart attack or what something. Did they, what did they brought back to us? I haven't got through the whole story. I don't know what they brought to us or what, if this is a fantasy story that somebody made up, which is, we read, we read things all the time. You don't think like, like a situation like that, wouldn't it be nice? What did they give us? Yeah. yeah. They brought all kind. they listed all the equipment they took. They didn't, they, their food was horrible. It was like this, the same thing all the time they would eat. It tasted like paper. So they didn't like it, but they had, um, were you in the, you were, you're never in the military, were you in the well, army? I was medical discharge, yeah. Yeah, you were in the army? The Marines. So you know what came, yeah. K-Rats are. Yeah, yeah. T-Rats. <laughs> so that's what they brought with them, a bunch of that. Some of them aren't too bad, but I wouldn't mind eating because I was in the army and I wouldn't mind eating it for a while, but I'd get sick. I was in so long ago that they had cigarettes in those packs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not good food not like good. we like uh, today. Uh, 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 I don't you know? know. But the food was good in the Marines in the in the when you were in the mess hall, right? Yeah. I mean, it was pretty good it's food in there. Yeah. I mean, they still feed not the you same. Good. It's still not, not the, the same, same as uh, being out here, but uh, it was. I remember in the army. It. You miss it. You miss it. You miss being out here. Yeah, it's yeah. I like regular uh, world food better, but it wasn't horrible. Uh, in the field, yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> but I mean, you can stand it for the length of time you needed to. One of my friends, uh, actually, one of my friends, uh, he uh, he uh, he was in the army, right? And he was telling me, uh, he was like, "Man, uh, there's things that you don't know." I guess he was up somehow. He was in the upper range. Yeah. And he was telling me that well, he was hurt. He lost a leg. He was telling me that there's things that you don't know that have they're they're in the army. There's yeah. there's actually soldiers. I don't know if, if to believe them or not. Besides, there's actually soldiers that they're they're half humans that you don't know about. So they're, so they're half alien. They're half extraterrestrial. Yeah, they're like they're just like you, they actually they they put them and and. And then in different in a different way, they know when to add them and when to pull them out. But oh, really? So they're them, not in them all the time. They're not in them all the time. So it's like you barely get to see them. Oh, really? He said the, gov- the government. The government takes them away. The government tells them when to show up and when not to. You know, and that's weird. Uh, so I just when he mentioned that, it's like I always question myself. So if we have that, you know, if we have that. Why don't you just might as well just say everything about? Yeah, that's the common question. Why don't they tell us? Yeah. I mean, that's, a, it's coming out. It seems to be coming out s- slowly. What's I mean, the, but it's not the government. We're hearing it on the back on the back door side of the scientists talking about. They're getting contacted. Um. You know, I listened to Joe Rogan podcast this week, um, and um, he had a guest on there that had, you know, he stated that he was in contact with uh, Weinstein, whose name was, uh, I don't remember his first name, but it was Weinstein, I believe. Um, and he said that there was somebody who's contacting him, they know something about what's going on, 
but they keep telling him, we're going to tell you tomorrow, we're going to tell you tomorrow, and they just don't bring him in to do it. But he says the people are legit, and they're scientists. It's not just some guy. It's um, it's a it's a scientist that they know something, and then they, they want to show him something, and that they're going to release something. I heard in 2023, I heard different in different, areas blogs and things that something's going to get in you know, some information's going to re- get released this year something's going to happen Which this it, year it's just like the skinwalker ranch oh man there's always they always going to tell you something on the next episode and i was waiting and they never release i'm pretty sure i'm not a skinwalker fan no you're not no right? I, well I think it's just a show or you? only because their experimentation you know travis taylor uh, he's on that, um, and he's a legit scientist. And the experiments never quite, and when Bill was around, he would state that also, that they never really, the experiments never really fleshed out any legitimate results. I think you know? I think they they did, but they keep it away from us. You think so? They yeah. think they know? Well, Same thing, what do you think? What's his they, name sold the ranch? Well, Bigelow sold the ranch to Brandon Fugel, who owns it now. But he sold the ranch Mormon. for a reason. Well, he had, he sold it. There was not, his security people were on, I know all about Skinwalker. Well, I know what they tell me about Skinwalker. And then, you know, it, or what I see, I should say. I don't have any backdoor information, but Bigelow sold it. He never found anything. He, there were supposed to be dino beavers on there. It was supposed to be a giant. Um, there was supposed to be a giant wolf-like creature that they shot, and it you can't kill it. Um, there was supposed to be an entity that would it was glowing. It would be in a tree that's spying on him. Fugel got it. Fugel got the, bought the ranch from Bigelow. Um, there's a huge story behind. Um, we talk all about it throughout. We would. We would do an episode and then we would talk about it. We would they would play an episode and then Bill and I would talk about it. So every episode we dissected. But Fugel bought it and then lately he had a back he had a backstory interview that he did. Um, the the basement office uh, is a podcast and he went in and uh, Fugel admitted to him that there was no they haven't experienced anything except more paranormal type stuff things like a glowing ball glowing orbs you know you've heard of the glowing orbs yeah i heard about that so that's something that uh, but you saw how the, that cow got a oh uh, the cow mute it died religion. when the ufo came over yeah. and i i really kind of feel like it's staged i mean it's going to come back it's going to be the new season's coming out pretty soon yeah but i still I, have I you watched like, all I, the episodes I watched it, but i feel like i don't want to watch it no more because it seems yeah. like I always get stuck with the same question. Do you ever, yeah, do you ever watch Oak Island Mysteries? Yeah. Did you watch it for a while? And, I watched it for a while and, and then I was stopped, at, like I, stopped, I did. I was like, hey. yeah. It, this Skinwalker Ranch is Oak Island with UFOs. So it's like, I will watch it because it's related to what we do, but I'm not sold at all and I'm very skeptical. What about the other one, Frog? Oh, Blind Frog Ranch? Yeah. I like that one. But I just started watching it. I'm up to date on it. So they got to come out. It got to winter in U- wherever they are. Utah. They're they're actually right by Skinwalker. They're yeah, within yeah, 20 miles of Skinwalker. That, yeah. 
So I'm looking to. I think that might be the new Skinwalker Ranch because they don't come up with anything either, except for a box full of rocks underwater. But like you said, you know, yeah, going back to the Bigelow thing, right? But I'm pretty sure Bigelow found something, and he doesn't want to say it because because he would he would have sold it to what was his name again? Oh, Brandon Fugel. To, to Brandon Fugel. Yeah, he would not just tell him Brandon Fugel. Here you go. You know, there's nothing there. You know. He sold it because he knows he th- there was something there that this is my personal thought that he didn't want to mess with. Well, Bigelow bought it, and then the records state it came out that his security people were there when he was when he was absent from the ranch. His security people were faking these sightings because he wasn't coming up with anything. They weren't coming up with anything there. And they didn't. They were getting paid pretty good to be at this ranch, the security people. So they started making up stuff. That's where Dino Beaver came from, and that's where you know the UFOs come from. But there was a shot of a UFO while Fugel was there. I mean, not a, not good. It was tiny, you know. But you know, I'm not sold on it. I mean, I'm going to continue watching it because maybe at some point they'll come up with something. I mean, they dug into the mesa. They put, they drilled into that mesa. I mean, you know, construction. They yeah. drilled in, and then they hit something that they couldn't drill through anymore. And well, we just can't do it. They should have dug up the mesa. Okay, well, what's in there that you can't drill through? You know, sure. I mean, this thing was allegedly this drill could drill through anything, and you know, unless it's metal. You know, what I mean, it's some kind of metal, metal that you can't drill through. So what do you do? Ah, oh, I just I can't get through it, so they give up. Why don't you just? Take all, get some equipment in there. You got money. Get an excavator in there and dig down in there. Find out where you hit it and dig down into the mesa and find out. But they don't let, oh, we don't want to dig in there because then the guy got the lump on his head. And go, remember that guy? Yeah, yeah. He got the lump on his head and then they were digging in the, um, they were investigating the, um, the, it was a concrete cover to this drain thing then before the guy could you know put the geiger counter on to see if it was radioactive the guy opens the thing up and this radiation came out wherever that whatever that was and so it got the guys got radiation i don't know if he got sick travis taylor got some radiation on his hand or something it's just it's i don't want to say it's total bs but it's i'm not sold i'm just it's not i'm not I'm just not sold on it, you know. I just and I debunk it every week. It's a we 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 dedicate a we dedicate an episode every time it comes out. Every week it comes out, I do an episode on why I don't like it the next week. So it's um, you know, I'll probably do you know I'll I'll be doing that next time too. And uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I may have you up for the skin, and we can debate about it. I don't mind doing that. That's no problem. I just think I just think they're just messing with us. Like they they don't want to say even even though if they find something, yeah, even, I, it, even though if they find something, you think they will say it? Uh, you think that the government will allow them to say it? The other thing about this UFO situation is that I we I think that we've we know what about what how ufos the anti-gravity works but it's a money thing and that it's not a government like you say that why doesn't the government come out and tell us i think private we're keeping it 
in private companies like Lockheed Martin, the uh, aerospace company. You know, they're possibly doing the reverse engineering. It's not a government company, so they're not, you know, there's, there's no FOIA, Freedom of Information. They don't have to tell us anything. The government, after a certain point of something secret, after a certain amount of years, then that you can do a request and they have to give you information on, you know, not everything, but, you know, certain things. And yeah, private companies is, don't have to do that. But this is, this has been going for a long time. For a well, long that's time. the way it's going to go on for a lot longer because, you know, unless we finally let it out and they don't want to let it out because there's, there, you remember after Roswell, certain things, you know, we advanced geometrically quicker um for from technology no uh, you know and we keep going yeah now it's further and further where's this coming from you know are we apple watches yeah um first it was cd players mp3 players and then now you have pandora and then you have you know it just everything's yeah so fast yeah. Next thing you'll know, we have a chip to call somebody, and it's gonna be here in We're your gonna, head. In your head, it's not gonna be on the phone anymore. Yeah, it's it's gonna be one of those things where I don't know. And tell me about now. You had new, you had a friend that found something, right? Yeah, I had a CI. He uh, he has a well. He was basically uh, had that rock that we talked about that I should send you that. Did he have? Did he, now he didn't keep it, right? No, it belonged to his father. I would like him to talk more personally about because that's his. He doesn't want to talk about no, it. No, no, I want him to talk. I would okay. like him to speak it's about okay. it. So, on, so Spe- on, when he when he's able to come in, I'm a, uh, I would like him to speak okay. about that because that's. But that's, we're gonna do that in the future. <laughs> I don't want to take his credit. <laughs> you don't want to steal his thunder, <laughs> yeah. but I just want to know. You know, yeah. I know yeah. I was hoping to have him here today, but this is good anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I was, I was, but yeah, I think the. The government doesn't necessarily have it. I think private industry probably got a hold of it with the government's help about how this technology works. We've reversed engineered um, you, at least one UAP, probably more. And uh, there's a guy named Richard Doty who was in um, in the government in, in the government agency, and he knew about a lot of these things. And we reverse engineered a, a pretty large craft. It was at least, I think it was 40 or 50 feet. And we couldn't recreate the propulsion system. We seemed to have a problem figuring out what makes it go. We can make it fly. Oh, I heard, I heard all about that. I heard all yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah, and this on this one, it... I don't have the name of the... There's a name for the people. What happened is if it, it started failing... The Sydney, so because we couldn't recreate the um, propulsion system, we put our own in and we made it nuclear. A small, I don't know how they did it because in this small nuclear propulsion system in this ship, uh, the ship was uh, actually, a, I don't know, I don't think we built the ship. I think we used their ship and we used the nuclear technology to make it fly. So it's flying along and failing. So it, but it starts spurting out nuclear this and that, and um, you know it sprays a car that's driving along, um, two women and a and a child in the car, 
And uh, they say that they got burned by it, but they couldn't, and they sued the government, but they couldn't find it. But Dodie said that's a real thing that happened. I mean, we found the ship. It proves that it, well, it doesn't prove. According to Dodie, we have the ship and we reverse engineered it to the point where we used our technology to fly it. For some reason, the propulsion system, we still can't figure out. We don't know. We don't know why. Um, we don't know why we can't. I, I don't know why or if we have. There's other stories that we've found out how to engineer that propulsion system or use theirs. Have you heard of the Bob Lazar story? Yeah. So you know about Bob Lazar. Yeah. <laughs> have you listened to the Joe Rogan and Bob Lazar interview? No. Do you do uh, podcast? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. So Bob you Lazar, go to uh, Joe Rogan and Bob Lazar. When I, li when I listen to that, Lazar makes you believe that he was there at Area 51. And he saw, I think, six. And they were all different. Yes. Um, all different, you know, uh, UFOs there. And that they worked on a certain area. The thing to remember, Lazar was only there a couple of weeks. He didn't. He he failed the security. Um, he couldn't get the, the the high enough secret secure clearance to uh, I think to look and see the some of the things that he said he saw. Well, why do you think the government is keeping it so secret? When remember when we wanted to do that big old. Uh, Number 51, uh, what was it called? That everybody, was Storm Area storm 51? Area. That would have been a bad idea. What do, you, what do you think? Why? Because we want to know what's in there. I mean, in S4 is where Bob Lazar worked. And S4 is actually, you have Area 51, you have the airstrip, and you have the base. S4 is actually, um, S4 is located in the mountains behind, not far. It's a little bus ride from, because they use what's called a Janus flight yeah. from Vegas. And then they land and then they go to S, they bus them to S4. And his story is told that he's got a, a lab partner and they're trying to figure out their job was the propulsion system. and But they couldn't find out, they couldn't figure it out. But do you, do you think uh, if we were to start Mary 51... Besides them shooting us. They would have killed everybody. They wouldn't... I don't know. Maybe they would have. Maybe they just would have said, okay, well, we're, you know, we can't stop everybody. You can't stop... If it would have got organized to the point... I just... It would have been weird to have the government come in and just kill a bunch... Just... I don't know if they would have done it or if, if they, they would have done it. If they would have done it, then there's definitely something, that would, right? That, there, that proves... There's that something, but we got a lot of dead civilians... And that's not going to go over very well. So that's probably going to lead to us finding out. I mean, it, that would have been a sacrifice for the cause for the, whoever died. But I don't know. You know, I'm just not. I don't think it was a good idea. I don't think it was. I'm glad. I wouldn't want to see the government kill a bunch of people. You know, and eat, is there well, something there? But what would they kill? You like Area Fifty One, don't you? No. You think that's a, yeah, I, don't know. I like Area Fifty One, and I like the <laughs> Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle is another one. It's it's really interesting too. What is the Bermuda Triangle? Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole different story about what's going on there. There's something. Why can't we fly over it? Why can't we get close to it? Why can't? Or have we? You know, yeah, we don't we? really. We don't really know. 
these are some of the these are some of the questions we have. We have we'll, so much we'll, technology. It seems like nothing makes it there. Yeah, I think I think we have. I think we I think we have a lot of the things that are flying around. You saw the the tic tac footage of the thing flying around the jet. Yeah. The military jet that got in his gun cameras moving fast and went in the water. And um, you know, there's, there's a lot of stories about that. Is that, you know, that could have been one of ours. I mean, maybe we know, maybe we have it. And we don't want to tell anybody yet. We haven't released the fact that we can actually use this technology. The problem is, Elder, that once we let the genie out of the bottle that we have this technology and I gravity technology the oil come it'll it'll essentially can put the oil companies out of business because we we're not going to need oil. a lot you know we're going to be able to make cars that fly that don't need any but is it not the goal though it would be the goal but the problem is we're talking about big business and you know these guys are powerful you know the oil companies are powerful they don't want you know there's rumors that you know people are able to build cars that can run on other things other than gas and they get snubbed out before they're able to come out. Tesla, Tesla has made it. Yeah, but they're, they've made it, you know, but you know, you're still, you got the thing to remember about electricity is when you plug your car in, where does that power come from? It comes from technology that's linked to petroleum. Still right in a way. Yeah. So every time we plug any of this in, or our cars or whatever, you're still plugging into that. You're still plug. You're still petroleum is making a power source that enables you to charge things. So they're not worried about Tesla. Tesla's not going to be a problem. The problem is, is if we get a technology that enables you to run your car, and it doesn't require you to put any gas in it, hard maybe ever. I kind of heard there was a, there was there was a person who who was able to. Uh work the car with water yeah there was water and somebody who had some sauce that he made or some he made some yeah the water one was weird but um remember water is kind of hydrogen it's a h2o so maybe he was able to you know find that i mean even hydrogen's not going to do it it's going to have to be a technology that isn't dependent on you know, petroleum products in any way. And that's what a, allegedly a UAP or UFO is doing. They're, they're you know, they're using elect, the Earth's gravity, you know, Earth's electromagnetic energy against itself. More like solar, right, in a way? Yeah, solar, <laughs> you know, it's, if you could do solar, total solar-powered cars, where you could put, you know, we work with solar panels, you know, put a solar panel on top of a car and you never, or, or you could charge a battery, you know, and regenerate the battery and never have to use, plug it in. I mean, I, you know, we've got it to where a Tesla is, um, a Tesla uses its uh, braking energy to help recharge its battery, but it's not totally, it's still dependent to a certain extent on plugging that thing in. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know, man. 
<laughs> All right, we're going to wrap it up. And thank you. Well, thank I appreciate you, you're coming back. You're going to come back on? Yeah, I'm going to come Whether back. with or without your friend, you're coming <laughs> I'm back. I'm we at least need, I'll reserve the Skinwalker episodes for our, yeah. de- <laughs> our debate. I'm going to be on the side of, I don't believe it. <laughs> I kind of do. I kind of do. But uh, I just think they, they're keeping something away from us. Yeah. That's, but uh, I'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Alien Probe Podcast. We welcome comments, questions, or requests to alienprobepodcast at gmail.com. Visit us on Facebook. Check out our website at alienprobe.net. Twitter and Instagram at alienprobepod. Like and subscribe at YouTube at Alien Probe Podcast. Thank you, Elder. I appreciate it. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks again to our senior producer, Robert Anthony. Watch the skies. You too, Elder. You got to watch the skies too. Okay. Sure.